The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Rev. Jackie Fernandez. And this is Rev. Jackie, and we are here in week three of celebrating Black History Month on Voices of Unity live from the Tower on the Sacred Grounds of Unity Village. And I'm so excited to have with me on the line today, Rev. Charlene Manuel. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jackie. It's good to hear your voice and to know you're there at the tower while I'm here in sunny Florida. Oh, just rub it in. We're having a, you know, know. a blustery 28 degree day today. But I know that you are going to be here on campus next week. So hopefully you'll bring some of that heat and sunshine with you. I'm going to do everything I can. All right. (laughs) So good to have you here. You know, we've done so much good work together this year. And, and, well, you know, for the last couple of years, you and I have had quite an adventure together, haven't we? We have. I was reflecting on that as I knew we were getting ready for this show. And I thought, man, we had such a great time presenting at the Parliament of the World's Religions together. And, like, I'm excited. I, I, I'm hoping that at the next parliament, you and I can present again. <laughs> I, you know what? I am in. I am in for that. You know, I, I will never forget the day you called me uh, to ask if I would join you in, in presenting at the parliament. And you know, I had been sort of hemming and hawing, trying to decide if I should apply. And uh, and you just called me, and it was, I mean, an entire overwhelming soul yes. Wow. Well, see, I knew you were going to say yes, because I I was sitting in prayer and I thought, okay, Spirit, I, I, you know, I want to present, but I want to have somebody to present with me. And I just sat, as as I often do, and sat in my wonderful chair and I said, okay, Spirit, just give me a name. Just give me a name. And your name just immediately came loud and clear, like, okay. And so when I called, I thought, she's got to say yes. (laughs) And I did. I did. There was like, there was no, there was no, you know, moment of thinking about it. It was just a yes. This is the call. This is the call I've been waiting for. <laughs> so well, thank we'll you have even more fun yeah. next time. And it was, you know, it was just such a natural, you know, flow between us. And it was so easy. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. when it's, when it's that easy, you know, it's really designed by spirit. Exactly, exactly. And and that, that just kind of reminds me while I'm thinking about it, I really want to say thank you to you for championing, being the champion for this wonderful booklet, Gems of Wisdom. I mean, I, you know, I don't know if it would have gotten done without you, oh, but you. you just championed it every step of the way and kind of, you know, worked whatever you had to do on your end and behind the scenes to make sure that it happened. So thank you so much for doing that, because it's a phenomenal booklet from the feedback I'm getting from a lot uh, of people. You know, people are loving it. And that's, you know, the content is just amazing in it. And it's, you know, it's one of those things, you know, 
it just always should have been right like to have you know which we worked together last year to um to get the archives updated and and to get material and articles and you know the committee that we worked with with um jackie hawkins and dinah chapman and you and sandra campbell and so that was like a step one and then the you know getting ready for this which is to put a booklet together and to really expand it to all of new thought beyond unity and to really mm-hmm. celebrate the black history in, in, a, in a formal way, you know, not just in a, a way of the heart, which is kind of yeah. the history of that, but to really let's let's put it in writing. Let's gather these stories and these materials and get them into one easily digestible way so that people will access. You know, people are so mm-hmm. used to having instantaneous information and and, you know, in sound bites, really. But the Absolutely. depth, the depth of information in this booklet is just really astounding. Yeah, it's so inspirational. I mean, I've read it probably five times yes. already. I'm like, I already know what it says. Like, right. Oh, oh, I just get new, new inspiration every you time do. I read it. You do. <laughs> it's it's really true. The the words and the ideas because it's not just the historical piece, but it's also the, the representation of the ministry of these leaders, and and then also in in some ways the. The way that that ministry has been has impacted other leaders like yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you wrote about Johnny Coleman and then you have the article seven who shaped my spiritual walk where you highlight seven leaders who have personally impacted you. And to be able to tell those stories, it you know, the title of our show today, Standing on the Shoulders of Greatness, it really um, it just exemplifies that and demonstrates that that we are all interconnected. And it's not just. It's not just black leaders, you know, inspiring black leaders. It's all of us who are impacted by this and um, by the work and the ministries of of each other. And and we, you know, on the committee felt it was really important that because we could that the voices writing for this book were black leaders. Yeah, yeah. And your your theme, standing on the shoulders of greatness, I got to say, Sometimes you just rub shoulders with greatness. So <laughs> I feel like the, the, the other, I feel really honored uh, to be among the distinguished writers featured in the booklet. And I uh, just want to give a shout out to all of them, Reverend yes. Sheila McKeithen yes. and Dalen McDowell and Tracy, Tracy Brown, Brown. Kathy Beasley and my good friend Sandra Campbell. I mean, and, and, and I'm on that page and I'm like, wow, I'm here with yeah. some pretty awesome writers. Yeah. So, so just rubbing shoulders, you know, with, with others can, can bring out that greatness in us and inspire us too. So uh, well done, well done, yeah. well done. Awesome to all of us. And, you know, um, you, my dear, um, you were a speaker here uh, for Unity Institute and Seminary students when we um, were the ones responsible for creating the Martin Luther King Day celebration here on campus. And uh, my committee brought you in, and I didn't know you. I wasn't familiar with you at that time, but oh my gosh, you know, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing, <laughs> such an inspirational speaker, and just your presence, um, you know, and you're, you're not just a minister, you're a writer. So writing to the, you know, for the booklet is one thing, but you have seven books. And so when I went on to become a part-time minister at Unity Spiritual Center in Springfield, Missouri, um, I used your book, Power of One Accord, for our board training, you know, and it was it was life-changing, like not just for the board and how we work together, but but they all commented in their personal lives at their workplaces mm-hmm. that this book, you know, really had depth for them. 
So, oh, awesome. you know, we need I to, we need to tell, you know, anyone who's listening who doesn't know who you are and how amazing and what a powerhouse you are, you know, I need to, I'm going to go through your bio here a little bit. So you can take a okay. seat and have a cup of coffee. Okay. <laughs> nice and, and this is from your, this is from your website. And for uh, those listening, com, and Charlene is C-H-A-R-L-I-N-E. And I have that in the comments on my Facebook post about this show. Of course, Charlene is an inspirational, as you will hear here today, if you haven't already gotten a taste of that, um, speaker, author, and board consultant. And 30-plus years Mm. as your career of inspiring others, including guiding nonprofit organizations to expand their reach toward positive personal and professional relationship development. You have a Bachelor of Arts degree in Sociology and Urban Studies and a Master of Arts in Human Resources Development. I bet those degrees and those studies served you well, have served you well in ministry and continue to. And then you were ordained a unity minister in 1995 and went on to serve as senior spiritual leader for 22 years. I mean, come on now. (laughs) 22 years. You were at uh, Unity Miami, right? Mm -hmm. And Unity Center of Miami, yes. uh And then what was the other ministry? No, was that, that it? That was one. it. You were there for 22 years. Oh. I was there for 22 years and got out alive. <laughs> <laughs> that That is amazing. <laughs> I mean, it just brings a little sweat to my brows. <laughs> yes. And, Imagining. And mine too. Remember, remembering that. Yes. Well, you also have international initiatives that you've been part of, bringing water to villages in Africa, building a school in Haiti, and peace immersion in, immersion in Costa Rica, and then, of course, mm-hmm. Parliament of the World's Religions. And, you know, so we did our workshop together in 2018 in Toronto, but what's happened with you and your relationship with Parliament since then? Ooh, exciting, exciting, exciting. I just got appointed to the board Yes. of directors of the Parliament of the World's Religions, Jackie. That is so amazing. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm still pinching myself. Because mm. <laughs> for me, that is um, such an honor. I've attended the last four parliaments, and um, the first one I attended was in 2004. That was in Barcelona, Spain. Mm-hmm. And it changed my life. You talked about the international initiatives that I have uh, spearheaded and been a part of. All of that grew out of my attending that first parliament where it it just hit me that that there was more to do on an international scale. But at that, and I don't want to get too far talking off into the parliament because Mm -hmm. then you'll have to stop me because it's one of my great passions. But um, in that 2004 uh, parliament, there was um, talk of the initiative about uh, clean water and just water, clean water around the world where those those places who just did not have access to water. So my first project after I came back from that parliament in 2004, I went back and told my congregation in Miami, it's like, we got to get some water to these, some of these places where they don't even have water. And about 20, 22 people um, from my church then, we actually went over to Mali and we took supplies. We took um, personal items and um, actually built a, a well in one of the villages there, a little, little village called Sangarabugu. 
and actually did that. But that that grew out of my going to the parliament and my heart just opening up and said, girl, you got to do something. Wow. And that was what came to me to do in, you know, um, to do something about war. So that kind of started some of the initiatives that we even did after that, you know, the school in Haiti and we adopted um, an orphanage in Haiti and sent supplies over there for the teachers. I mean, just a bunch of stuff, but um, it really all came out of my going to that first parliament back in 2004. That's amazing. And I certainly understand why having been to one now that, I mean, it is just a tremendous life-changing experience. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I cannot wait for the next one, especially now. (laughs) <laughs> now that I know, we've got some more work to do. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And you have seven books, as I said, and your newest release is Boardroom Culture Shock, Seven Strategies to Amplify the Competence and Capacity of Board Culture. I love how you talk about improving the relationships in the boardroom. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's another one of my passions. I got a lot of passions going on here, mm-hmm. but that is one of my passions and that grew out of my experience with um, my early um, board connection with the church that I took back in 1995 and had a really tough couple of years there and really made it one of my missions that there, you know, there is a way to do governance, good governance, and we can do mm-hmm. good governance along with harmony. Um, and how we do that together has just, just been my passion. There's a way to, to balance love and wisdom and get the work done, but still do it and be kind and be compassionate mm-hmm. and do what is ours to do. So that's one of my passions. So, yeah, the boardroom culture shock is um, the, 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 book, the last book that you have there. And um, that was actually um, when we re- released it uh, late last uh, late 2018 uh, on um, one of the international bestseller lists. So that that's that's kind of one of my fun books to 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 talk about with regard to boards and, and the relationships in the boardroom. I love it. And one of your books is a children's book, which I I, I want to mention. Oh, yes. yes, because it's so unexpected. It's so unexpected. Tell us about I, it. You know what? I um I actually called into uh, Unity Customer Care this week to get some, some order actually to order some more booklets for the the Gems of Wisdom mm-hmm. and um, the lady that I was speaking with and she says Charlene Manuel she says are you the one who wrote that book Do Puppies uh-huh. Pray and I said yes she said I love that book and I what I said to her I said oh that's great she says when is the next one coming out I love so I it. said the sequel to Do Puppies Pray is coming out later this year yes so many people have asked me what are the puppies up to I love it I love it that is so fun Do Puppies Pray yeah it was fun yeah. I was thinking yeah. maybe the sequel was it was going to be Do Cats Pray <laughs> well, there, in, in the sequel, there there is a kitten. Oh, there is. Okay, awesome. There I is. love it. I love it. I, we want to be inclusive, right, with our animal friends, too. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's so amazing. So this Gems of Wisdom booklet that we keep talking about is available. Anyone can uh, order it. They are free on our website, unity.org. And if you go to unity.org, hit the Publications tab, and go right to Resource Materials, and it's the first booklet that you will see. But then you'll also see our other amazing booklets there that are available all the time. Um, So you can just get your order and you're going to want to get your hands on this. And if you're a leader of a spiritual community, of course, our regular um, at cost um, 
uh, price point is available for you so that you can order them and get them out to your communities. Because we, again, this is just, there's some really delightful information in this booklet. And it's history and it's passion and it's ministry and it's love for God and, and all of that. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So talk yeah. to us, talk to us, Charlene, about your contributions to this booklet. Well, the 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 first well the first article that sounds uh, that starts off in the booklet is the, the article that I wrote last year mm-hmm. uh, about uh, Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman. It works if you work it. And as I said earlier, I still get texts, emails, phone calls about that article because it was so um, impactful for people to read that and saying, you know, thank you for writing that because we need to not only remember. But we also need to be reminded that we still have a ways to go. And the article uh, does that. There is just um, we're not done yet. Um, and we need to be reminded of uh, there's more to do with, with regard to honoring uh, diversity and inclusivity, not just in unity, but in our world. So um, that was that's the first article that I wrote. And truly, um, uh, uh, Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman just um inspired me as I talk about in that article because I was brand new to Unity the first time I saw her and I must have been like a little kid um, after I saw her and you know Dr. Johnny Coleman was a tall person she was a tall woman and uh, she had a commanding voice. And so she walked into the room and you, were all, you didn't know whether to be afraid or, <laughs> or, or, or what because she was like this huge presence. Oh, wow. And um, she lived her life so powerfly and, and did so much for, for unity and new thought. Mm-hmm. And um, so it, when I wrote that article, I mean, it was just a pleasure to just be reminded of it for myself. But um, I'm excited because it continues to um, inspire people and as they read that and remember that, again, we still got a lot of work to do and we stand on uh, Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman's shoulders in whatever it is that we do from this point going forward. And you said something earlier, Jackie, and you said it's not just that, you know, uh, for black people to have this remembering. But, you know, one of the things I know about diversity is that we are stronger when we acknowledge mm-hmm. that there are skills, talents, abilities, different perspectives. And the more we have of that to be uh, involved in what we're deciding, the choices that we're making for uh, our communities, our neighborhoods, our city, state, you know, um, our country and our world, we're, we have more diverse perspectives at the table. We're stronger. Yes. We're, we can be more engaged with each other and active with each other and come up with things we could not have had we not had the variety of input into the things that we are attempting to do. So um I I get excited about that article, but the article that um, the seven who shaped my, my, my spiritual walk um, is, it was just a great time for me to remember. And I first wrote this article, it was like twice as long as it is now, but I had to cut it down Mm -hmm. because it was just some phenomenal folks that, that I got a chance to, to, to just touch the hem of their garment um, in, in trying to uh, walk my spiritual path. So 
uh, that's the second article that I wrote in there. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I can imagine it was, you know, uh, trying experience to to get it down to the word count for the booklet. Yeah, and for people who either like to talk and they like to write, it is difficult <laughs> when somebody gives you a number that you yeah. have to stick with. It is so difficult, you know. Yeah. Um, but but it was so worth it uh, because it was a chance for me to kind of walk down my own memory lane and and say, okay, what 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 contribution um, did these folks? Um, make to my life. And I'm sure in some small, minute way, I I would have touched their lives um, in some way. Um, the, the the little short paragraph there, for example, I'm remembering uh, Sally Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I saw her, did you know Sally Taylor? I did. Yes. Yeah. The first time I saw her, um, I was just just blown away. Her passion, her fire, her energy, her power. I mean, and and again, here's a woman who just spoke with such incredible authority. And believe it or not, at that time, I wasn't I didn't speak with a lot of authority. I was kind of a little bit timid, a little bit shy. I just can't even imagine that, Charlene. I know. (laughs) I just can't imagine her. I know it was another lifetime. <laughs> My, how we grow. <laughs> but to see her in action is like, wow. Yeah. And she just blew me away. But but she was so down to earth. And um, that what the her the title of her message is what stuck with me because that time she spoke, I heard her speak. The title of her message was, if it ain't one thing, it's another. And I know that's not the kind of unity talk that we do. If it uh-huh, ain't one thing, right. it's another. We would not really right. talk about things that way. But because she was just very down to earth with it. And I could relate to that. And I can relate to that even so because I got to tell you, Reverend Jackie, there are some days I'm having one of those days. I'm like, <laughs> Lord, if it ain't one thing, it's, it's another. another. I'm having one of those days, you know? <laughs> yeah. And what I know about that is it's okay to have that day because I'm going to get through it. I'm going to work through whatever needs to be worked through, and tomorrow is going to be a new day. But for me, to just to be able to acknowledge in that moment, that's how I'm feeling. Lord, if it ain't right. one thing, it's, it's another. another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know, and then spiritually that can be flipped in so many different ways. You know, if it's, it, you know, like that prayer, if not this, or, you know, this or something better. You know, so mm-hmm. if it's not one thing, it's another, you know, so in moving into that, it, it works both ways, you know, acknowledging that that very human experience that we are in. And, you know, of course, I have no idea where she went with it, but um, but also that um, accepting, accepting the no. Ugh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's part of the stuff we get to learn in these, yes. these wonderful unity teachings that have inspired us for so long and, and continue to expire, you know, inspire us in all the wonderful ways that unity touches people's lives through our through silent unity, through the daily word, through all the wonderful publications that we publish at Unity World Headquarters and through the wonderful ministries all around the world. I, you know, I think I have like the best job in the whole yeah. world because I get to travel to different churches and, and speak and talk to people and talk to their boards. It's like I got the best of, of, of life because I get to meet a variety of, of people and touch different ministries and it's 
it's fun. It really is. It really is. And, you know, and having, you know, leaders like Sally Taylor, you know, I mean, she she was just a little bitty thing. But, boy, when she walked into the room, I mean, you just like – is like the Red Sea parted to let her through, you know? Exactly. Just like, you just like heads turned and, you know, and it was just like she had a spotlight on her. Um, that was my experience of her. Um, that I mean, she was a force, just a force yeah. of light and love and power. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and, and it was and, uh, it, it's that spiritual power yeah. that that comes from within us once we tap into it. And we 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 find out that it's there because we didn't we weren't consciously aware mm-hmm. of it, it. Reminds me of Eric. The title of Eric Butterworth's book, "Discover the Power Within You." Yes. And once you discover that power, it's 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 no shutting it down. <laughs> right. You can't. No. You can't unsee it. Right? You can't unsee it. You cannot unsee it. Coming out. <laughs> And, you know, when you said in the end of what you wrote about Sally Taylor, I will always think of Sally Taylor as boldly and courageously authentic. You know, and that's that down to earth part that you're talking about, but fully exactly. in her power. Exactly. 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 Yes. Yeah. And then uh, the article, um, I remember fondly, um, Reverend Argentina Glasgow mm-hmm. and um and she 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 went on actually to be uh, one of the uh, chairs of the what was then the Association of Unity Churches, but yep. um, that's when I met her. And uh, such you know, she was just love in action. That woman and so generous, so kind. She would just you know give 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 give. That was what she believed in, and she she taught me to be a living example mm-hmm. of generosity. And I I just had never seen anyone who was just that. She just overflowed. Whatever she had, she was giving it. She was giving it. She's like, don't worry, it'll come back. Uh, and then fairly new to, to some of the, you know, actually demonstrating some of the teachings. When you meet somebody, they're just giving, giving, giving. Right. The old part of me was like, well, ain't you going to eventually run out? And then it's like, no, you learn that the more you give, the more comes to you. It's like right. a little bell goes up like, okay, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And to be able to, to have the opportunity to, to see that, to witness that and and to receive from it. Right. Because you talk exactly. about that, you know, she gave to you. And so to be in that flow with her, then I can't imagine that it was anything but contagious. Absolutely. 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 Um, There's our music. So we're going to take a pause because we have a little break. That's a good place for it. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk more about um, the seven who shaped you and also your ministry. So we'll be right back with Reverend Charlie Manuel. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Voices of Unity with Reverend Jackie Fernandez. 
And we are back after a short break with Reverend Charlene Manuel, who is just an amazing powerhouse of a minister, of a woman, of a force on this planet. And we've been talking about um, her contributions to the book, the booklet that we have here at Unity, Gems of Wisdom. And we were working with her article, Seven Who Shaped My Spiritual Walk. And um, so we just were kind of finishing up about Argentina Glasgow and mm-hmm. her generosity and how that really impacted you. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, I want to talk about, um, just highlight my, my um, who I really considered um, uh, my mentor, uh, the Reverend Maurice Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, you know, uh, just this, this force of love, I think I want to say, but such a soulful presence. And when I first moved to... Uh, Kansas City, not knowing that I would eventually end up in the ministerial program, I would have to say that he was one of the the uh, lights that showed me the way and guided me to actually uh, apply in the ministerial program. Um, but he he would start every message with an affirmation and um, I actually print had that printed in the the article and it was have thy way in me Lord have thy way in me have thy way in my thoughts my feelings my actions and decisions have thy way in me Lord have thy way in me and he started every Sunday message every talk that he gave with that prayer and it just drew you in to that and um, I I just started uh, saying that affirmation for myself. I don't do it necessarily in front of uh, you know when it, before I speak to a, to a group, but I do it for myself. And it is to center me in and sort of get the Charlene personality out of the way because sometimes she's sometimes that girl is in the way. I have to just like move her out of the way. <laughs> But but it, uh, but that's who he was. He wanted to be, again, back to that idea of, of attempting to be authentic and mm-hmm. to really be spirit-led, uh, to have spirit um, guide one along the way. And so I got that from him, and it was it's, – it's always remained with me because I can remember – um, the importance of when I first heard him say that, I thought, is this guy like for real? Uh-huh. Um, still being, you know, fairly new to unity and then hearing him and watching him do that, that he was an example of that. And uh, just so, so loved by so many people and um, very much a part of my, I'll tell you a quick story about uh, when I, 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 when I moved to Kansas city, he, um, I didn't have a job. I moved here because Spirit told me to move to Kansas City, and I didn't have a clue why Spirit had told me to do that because I was living in Detroit at the time. And no um, small move. <laughs> and no small move. No small I had a, a four-year-old, four-year-old son, and uh, packed up a, a station wagon and drove it from Detroit, Michigan, to Kansas City, Missouri. And uh, I had met uh, a Reverend Maurice at my at. Uh, the first retreat that I had attended at Unity Village. And he said, hey, if you ever come back this way, here's my card, stop by and see me. So I did. When I got back into moved here, um, I stopped by the church one day and, and said, hey, I moved here. And he says, do you have a job? And I said, no. He says, well, I need a church administrator. And I said, are you paying money? <laughs> <laughs> And 
he said, well, not not much. I said, but well, I'll tell you what, I'll just work here until I get a job. And I did. And I uh, uh, worked with him and he was such a light and uh, such an incredible mentor and, um, you know, really gave me an opportunity to see uh, what church administration was to kind of see what, what we call um, behind the curtain, see church behind yep. the curtain. Yep. And this was at Uni- Unity Southeast. Look back there, though. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> there's a reason there's a curtain, right? <laughs> There's a reason there's a curtain, but 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 my experience actually, um, you know, did move me to the place of applying for the ministerial program, and he was very much a part of that. Um, another story that he, real quick, with with um, Maurice is, I had filled out the application and I had I put it in the center of my dining room table at that time, and again I said I had my son with me and I by then I was uh, working elsewhere and um, I said you know spirit everybody keeps telling me I need to apply for the program and you know I'm like I filled out the paperwork I'm going to put it here in my table I don't really want to be a minister but I'm going to put it in the uh, middle of my dining table because you had to turn in like $50 or something for an application fee and at that time honestly Jackie I did not have the $50 that I wanted to to spend with that Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm going to put this application in the middle of the table, Spirit. If I'm supposed to apply to this program, uh, the $50 will come. And here's the thing. Maybe within a half hour, there was a knock on my door. It was Reverend Maurice Williams. (laughs) Now, this was during the week, and he wasn't accustomed. Let me just say, he wasn't accustomed to coming over my house. It's mm-hmm. evening, so I'm just let me just say that out right. here. So I opened the door, and it was him, and I said, "Hello, why are you here?" And he said, "Well, he said I was coming home from the movies with a friend, and Spirit told me to stop by and give you fifty dollars." Oh my goodness! And I just started crying. I'm like, "Oh my God, I'm going to apply to this program." <laughs> And of course I, I did and I you know, they I got in the program but it was it was one of those moments where like, okay, I must spirit must be guiding this train because I haven't a clue how all of this is coming together in that way. But it was just um an experience that you know how you have those God moments where you know the the, the hand of God is upon your life mm-hmm. kind of a moment. And um it, it it just brought tears to my eyes that that I was being guided and I had to, and I had to follow it through and so here we are. <laughs> well, and that's that's such a powerful story because it's you know it's one thing to ask spirit for a sign, mm-hmm. and another thing to have that sign delivered through another person. You know, there's yeah. something magnified about that. Yeah, that's really powerful. Absolutely. And I am one of those people. I, you know, I will ask spirit for a sign. I mm-hmm. will do it in a minute. If, I, if I'm kind of on the back and forth, back and forth, I will sit down and, I'm, and I and I have my my quote unquote conversation with God and God and I are in a very close, you know, relationship <laughs> yes. here. So I can say, Lord, <laughs> is this is what you're telling me. You need to show me something because yeah. I'm, I'm a little fuzzy. And, show and, me the money. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> I love it. And it works, you know, and but it you know, it speaks to the power of, you know, I mean, because he had to be listening. 
And he had to agree yeah. to his guidance and to follow through with that. Mm-hmm. You know, because, Absolutely. I mean, you're going home from the movies with a friend and and you're a minister. Yeah. I mean, you, okay, you were in uh-huh. church ministry for 22 years, you know, and to uh-huh. hear the message of, you know, giving cash to a congregant, you know, exactly. stopping by their home, <laughs> which uh-huh. is not that, I mean, there are a lot of, like, there are a lot of stopping points along following that kind of message mm-hmm. and direction and exactly. and but to be in the flow for him to be in the flow and to the 30 yeah. minutes after you prayed that prayer and to yeah. receive your answer yeah. right away i mean spirit was like get your get your behind in school exactly. girl <laughs> he's like look i'm done talking about this <laughs> get that application and turn it in Exactly, because you know I was kind of you know I didn't really I never really wanted to be a a minister at least of what my vision of what a minister was I never really wanted to do that I I really entered the program just because every, everything just led me one step at a time mm-hmm. to just do it do it do it do it and I'm like and then of course I I, I applied and I thought they're not gonna let me in. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, why would they? And then when they when I got in, I thought, okay, I'm in. So like, they're not, you know, they're right. not gonna pass me through this thing, are they? <laughs> <laughs> but but I will say, I will say that um, I really enjoyed um, the ministerial program because I just had an opportunity to just go deep and into myself for the first time in my life at that point. Yeah. And just go deep and, 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 and have discovery after discovery, revelation after revelation. And yeah, I, I, I was supposed to be there. And I got that like after I was done, I was like, oh, yeah, that was that was supposed to be. <laughs> but I didn't know it going. I didn't go into it with that that sense that, you know, um, that that's what was was my path. So I just followed it. I just kind of followed the, you know, kind of like following the breadcrumbs or following mm-hmm. the footsteps, if you will, that, yeah. that were before me. And that's where it led. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's like a living poem. Yeah. 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 In the, in the article I mentioned, uh, and we have him here as Richard Bird, but he has since changed his name to Merkaba. Mm-hmm. And um, in the article, I talk about, um, the first time I heard him sing at the Unity Chapel, Unity Village Chapel, and he sung his eyes on the sparrow. And what I got from him and, and did have, you know, got to know him a little bit way back in those days. But um, what I got from him is that my voice has a place in unity. Uh, when I heard him sing and I heard his voice, and what I took from that is my my voice has a place too, and um, I, I just uh, have just the great profound respect and and thinking about what all of this means in terms of this 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 wonderful booklet that we have. It's great. It's wonderful because we're honoring yeah. um, those whose shoulders we stand on, and boy, have we got some great shoulders to stand on um, in in unity and. And, and a lot of those shoulders are the voices of African-American leaders. Yes. And we're standing on their shoulders. But, but going forward, it is this thing about how that impacts us now mm-hmm. and looking down the road and into the future. And when, when, when you and I, when we're out here just being the best 
that that spirit is calling upon us to be and to do and to experience and grabbing hold of a, 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 a good cause to champion. We're, when we're doing that, we're actually broadening our shoulders yes. so that somebody else will come and stand on these shoulders. And I, I've got to make sure that I build the best shoulders I can so whoever stands on them next, they can stand short-footed. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. They can stand there and say, you know, this is this is solid. Yeah. And um, I think about honoring those whose shoulders I stand on by preparing my shoulders in whatever small way that that may be. I love it. And that's what it encourages in me. I love it. That's really does well that said. Sense? It makes perfect sense, you know, because we not one of us does this work alone or in a silo. You know, we are mm-hmm. we are constantly bringing work and messages forward and to be mm-hmm. uh, sure footed, like you said, um, so that we can allow those who will come after us to to find their sure footing is mm-hmm. that is a huge piece of the sanctity of the work that we do. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think I think for me is um I I, I try to, I try sometimes I you know miss the mark a bit. Yeah. But I try to always be conscious of being exa- being an example. Mm-hmm. Uh for others, be an example of this work that we do that is not just about um um doing the work for the work's sake, but, but being it, you know, it's, I think of Charles Fimmer, we talked about, you know, that we must demonstrate the truth in our own lives. Um, Because it is through that, that we are an example for others and others will see that example and then let their light shine. Mm -hmm. And so I think about, you know, then, you know, having these shoulders that I'm building um, sort of like casting a net for future generations to come into this, um, the, 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 the truth, the love, the faith, the strength, the spiritual courage uh, to carry the world uh, and life forward. I mean, I just think we're just in a time period right now when all the spiritual shoulders, we've got to make sure these shoulders are strong because... Yes. The, the next generation, man, they need mm-hmm. more and more strong shoulders on which to stand, you know, just the way we've kind of positioned um, our world. You know that I talked to you about uh, the Parliament of the World's Religions being on that board, and one of the key initiatives uh, um, is is climate mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. climate change. And so, you know, and I think about the next generation, man, we've – we've kind of put them in a little bit of a difficult situation because we brought ourselves to this place where now, you know, there's an issue about, you know, how we're going to take care of the planet. And um, so, so these shoulders have got to be strong. They've got to be buoyed up with faith and courage and strength and a willingness to embrace uh, all cultures and to learn that value to learn the value of having the different perspectives sitting at the table of the tables of decision-making. Yes. Sitting at the table where choices 
life choices are being made on behalf of groups and uh, people, not just in our uh, small communities, but, you know, in our city, our, our, our country, our, our world, but being mindful of that. And I, I want to impress upon, you know, those who, who, stand, who are standing on shoulders that we're making shoulders. And um, we, we've got to have good shoulders and be a good example for those um, children to, to follow. So, so to be mindful that we want our, to have uh, an exploration of what it means to live in a cultural diverse society. Yes. And to me, that means really putting ourselves out there by getting to know people, you know, getting to know other cultures, mm-hmm. being willing to sit with people and, and ask them the question, tell me one of your life stories, yeah. you know, and, and get to know people through some of the stories by how they live. And that's what, to me, this booklet uh, represents. We get to hear some of the, uh, a little sampling of some of the life stories that actually shape uh, our thinking and our being and how we navigate and live the world, high quality yes. and divine. Well, and, and how we live the practice of new thought teachings, you know, because exactly. like, like, you know, you talked about um, experiencing the generosity of Argentina, Glasgow and, and being like, what is she doing? Is she going to run out? And you talked about, you know, walking into, uh, you know, Unity Southeast with Rev Maurice, you know, in the pulpit and going, what is he talking about? You know, what is he on? You know? <laughs> and I think that's a common experience for people who are new to unity and new thought is like, what is going on here? And, you know, because we turn so many of those fear-based ego thoughts that are rampant in our culture um, and we, we turn them on their head, you know, into a different way. And so there's some adjustment, but that's what you're talking about is, you know, if we live in the demonstration of these teachings, then we are creating that, that place of assuredness, the place of strength, the place of, you know, that creates foundation for more people to come into um, this light. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 That and that is, um, you know, as you were talking, made me think about this past weekend. I had the honor of um, doing a board training for uh, Hillside International Truth mm-hmm. Center yeah. uh, in Atlanta. Uh, uh, Bishop Doctor Barbara King yes. and uh, her executive uh, bishop is uh, Jack Bomar, who is. Um, been a uh, minister at uh, several unity churches. Um, but the, the, how, how, how the weekend worked out, which was phenomenal by the way, but how the sun, the Sunday worked out was I ended up in a room to have lunch, just myself and Dr. Barbara, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the windows of heaven must have opened out <laughs> yes. and poured blessings up on me to, to orchestrate it. I mean, there were other people who were supposed to be at the lunch with us, but they, they didn't come. So I'm oh, like, wow. oh my God, wow. I have her to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't eating. And she kept saying, well, eat your food, baby. And, and listen, I'm like, I don't know. Because your mouth was just wide dinner. open. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. I don't know when I will get a chance to sit next to you and talk. Right. I'll eat tomorrow. But right, right now I got this little, this little moment. And just listening to her story and such an, another power powerhouse mm-hmm. and the ministry that she's done and the work that she's done and just listening to her stories. And I thought, man, you know, this is why we have to sit with people and just, 
you know, say, tell me your stories. Mm-hmm. Let me let me get to know you on a deeper level. We as uh, spiritual beings, it's you know, we, we get caught up in the outer trappings of whether you're black or white or, you know, whatever it is, possessions that you have and whatever titles or degrees mm-hmm. you might have. But just being with people and, and drawing on learning from people's life experience and their stories. Mm-hmm. And um, it is one of the things that just fascinates me about um, this work that we, we get a chance to do. But uh, again, it takes me back to the booklet where you get to peer into the lives of yes. some of these people. And I'm hoping that, you know, this isn't a one-time deal. This Gems of Wisdom booklet mm-hmm. isn't a one-time deal that we'll get to do something like this again. But the other thing I want to say, Jackie, while I'm thinking on that train is I really hope that um, the, the gems of wisdom or even the stories that we're telling that we hear so much about even during Black History Month, that it's not just something that we do in the month of February. Right, right. But there is a a learning to honor all of the people that we that we get to honor that from our past and we get to celebrate uh, standing on their shoulders like all year, lo- all year long yes, yes. Um, of all people, of all people. So I, I want Black History Month to, 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 to be certainly a great time to do this kind of remembering, but it shouldn't be just February mm-hmm. and um, just this one booklet that we're celebrating right now. That's my prayer. Yeah, I love that. And that's so important. And, you know, it having the month, you know, it gives us the time and marks the time on our calendars to to give focus to it but it's just like you know the christmas story the easter story like those they give us time on the calendar to really focus but the messages of those stories can need to be carried with us throughout the year and in the same way especially if you're you know if, if you're just now hearing about it you're like well your black history month's halfway over you know i might not get the booklet for another week and and then it's you know well but you can read it every day of the year. It's not like, it's, yes. It doesn't like <laughs> dissolve into nothingness on March 1st, you know, exactly. and and you can pull these gems of wisdom, you know, be, and, and if you're, you know, a leader, if you're te- teaching a class or giving a talk, you can pull on them for any, you know, any topic. There's so much richness in there that it doesn't have to be reserved. You know, it just gives mm-hmm. us a time where we can bring a focus together and, um, you know, and then and then hopefully carry it out, like you're saying, uh, throughout the okay. year so that it, it, it becomes something that we integrate into um, our way of being right to be to be aware yeah. of of how we might be well unaware of you know, black history in new thought and in unity, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and so let's bring that into awareness, but carry that with us, you know, throughout the year. And, and, and yes, I hope that this is something that we build upon because, you know, we had to make a decision on the committee to, you know, to stop like at the eighties, you know, <laughs> because there's, you know, we only had so many pages in the booklet and, um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and of course, you know, more modern people are still living and, um, and so, you know, and the, and still doing the work of ministry. And so, you know, we focus on the history, history, you know, the, the past history and, and, you know, and I think there'll be a lot of work to, to continue to bring that history forward. Um, mm-hmm. and the more recent history, you know, because we are always making history, right? 
Absolutely, absolutely. And when you said that, it made me think the two, two of the uh, of the seven that I wrote about, about are still living, and that is uh, the Richard Bird Merkaba, yeah. and then of course uh, Reverend Sylvia Sumter, whose um, church is in uh, Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Who was my first communications teacher mm-hmm. uh, when I moved to Kansas City, and she taught me to speak up, speak out, and speak well. So uh, I I listened to her and um, she's just a phenomenal uh, minister minister and doing great things in Washington, D.C. So I wanted to just acknowledge those two who are still with us. Well, and Ruth Mosley. Yes. Oh yeah. She's the first yes. one. Yeah, oh she's God. the first one. Yeah, she's the first one that, that you talk about. And she's, you know, she is alive and well. And um, yeah, and it's true. I mean, there's, you know, there's such a depth of history um, that we have. And, and, and it's like, let's embrace this. Let's bring it into, you know, into a real unified experience of unity, right? There's that word unity. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm going after Hispanic His- uh, Heritage Month next, right? You know that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> going after to, it. Man. Going <laughs> after it. Yes. And so I've warned, you know, but it's it's just it's time for us to re- really um, take these pieces seriously in our publishing work here at Unity World Headquarters and to bring mm-hmm. these and to really create a formal uh, formality around preserving these histories, um, you know, of of subgroups, you know, in unity, mm-hmm. and so that we can, as a whole, as a body, integrate um, these pieces into our knowledge base and into our, you know, the wealth of of life experience in in this great movement. Mm-hmm. And allows us to to really value um, uh, cultural diversity, to really add a value, not just say it, but do it, live it, teach it, be an example of it in the work that we do. So I I totally support the work you're doing, honey. You know that. Thank you. Thank you. Well, there's the music. So we are right on time. And next week we'll have the Reverend Dinah Chapman. So, um, you know, tune in again. And uh, all of these episodes, of course, are available through our archive at unityonlineradio.org. Thank you, Charlene. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We talk to the animals, and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast, hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Dendy-Smith, and Meredith Tolleson, we will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.